0: FM to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, we're going to be breaking down all the latest happenings in Port Charles. Who's going to be joining me? Oh, just wait and find out. Let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV Superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes! When you hear that music there on something that it can mean only one thing. That's right, it is the GH Report right here on After Buzz TV. This, of course, is a show where we break down all the latest happenings in Port Charles, get into the nitty-gritty, discuss all the different viewpoints. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Usually we've got Lucretia Lyon, uh, my partner in crime, breaking down all happenings in Port Charles. But she is, I'm not even going to say on assignment, she is on a little uh, mini vacay. She's over at L.A. Comic-Con. For those of you that watch us on the Comic Book Exchange, we did a panel there yesterday at LA Comic Con and she's back there today. Uh, you know, glad handing, pressing the flesh, signing autographs, taking pictures with fans. You know, Lucretia Lyon, very popular. So, of course, she's up and running and doing that. But never fear, uh, I will be here to break down the, this latest week here. Steve, who's running the the show in the booth, is going to be so kind to pull up the chat, so I'll get a chance to hear what you here and read what you folks thought about the week as well, and uh, just to keep Steve on his toes, since I know it's just me, but I know there's, uh, there's multiple cameras in the room, so I've got this camera, and I've got this camera, and I've got this camera. I'm just doing that, just Steve, just for no other reason than just because I could pivot my chair like that to these different cha- <laughs> to these different cameras. All right, enough uh, enough of the, the silly chair shenanigans right there. Uh, And for those of you that is getting close to bedtime, like, say, a certain special someone that I know uh, goes by the name of Josie. It is almost time for bed. So uh, enjoy wrapping up that David S. Pumpkin special, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. But for you folks that are here for the GH Report, oh, man, what a week it was. Uh, Certainly, I think we all have our favorite part, at least for me. I think hopefully we're in agreement here that – the biggest storyline going on is probably the best storyline that they've been doing in a while. It's one that I've actually been enjoying. And for all my trepidation about GH, kind of slow-playing slow reveals, the, uh, the Patient Six, the return of Jason Morgan story, has been uh, my favorite storyline. So I feel like I could just dive into that and talk about that a lot. But I'm going to hold off. I'm going I'm to save the dessert and towards the end of the show here. So we'll do, uh, of course... You know, we'll we'll go through some of the other stuff. Uh, You know, we'll we'll have to get through some of the stuff you don't like to eat first, like, uh, you know, like the vegetables, like the broccoli, the cauliflower. You don't want to eat those first, but you got to do it so you can get to the other stuff. Uh, The one we'll start off right there is just uh, Man Landers. Oh, uh, I could only hope. (laughs) We were so close. We were so close to just being done with the storyline forever. And then, of course... You know it, that it uh, was never going to be that fortunate. I mean, and Nathan finally said, enough's enough. I can't do this anymore, nor can I blame him. I mean, this is getting way more than he bargained for. And so he tells Amy that's like, eh, I'm done. We can't do this anymore. And sure sure enough, as he's about to tell Maxie, Maxie, of course, has to set up a meeting with Nina to say, you know what? The reason you should hire me at Crimson is because I can give you inside access to ask man lander so i can tell you what it's like to be right next right there uh you know as he's formulating all his fantastic advice that he's doling out which i have to <laughs> admit seems like i, I don't know does any, would anybody want to read stories about that for i mean i'm thinking and certainly not a real world equivalent like uh like dear abby or something like that or yeah, you know, I guess like any other advice columnist, do you want to read a another like another article telling you like the inside scoop of this person that's doling out advice? That does not seem very exciting at all. Yet that's what uh, Maxie's pitching to to Nina, and Nina, of course, since you know Nathan's her brother, says yeah, 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 great, let's uh, let's do this. So then when Nathan says, you know what, we're done with Matt Landers. Guess what, Maxie, we're free and clear. We can just live our lives, uh, you and me together
2: play it now with game pass No,
0: okay. know-how you still have to be man Landers we were so close guys so close uh, it's uh, a and, 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 uh, what I love in the chat is that it's uh, nobody seems to be really loving the storyline at all either uh, TR says don't like man or Landers <laughs> uh, uh, Charlie in charge says really couldn't need it. just get the man Landers crappy info directly from Nathan come on absolutely Uh why you need maxi as a as a middle person, I don't know, but I'm also thinking like all right so you' everybody's reading it to get this great advice, but then what are these articles articles gonna be like about inside you know the man of Manlanders? it's just like what he what he ate for the morning like worry you know, how many push ups did he do what was his workout set like uh you know how long did he shower like hey, I don't know I don't know what these articles would be about but I can't imagine anybody's going to be captivated about wanting to read those. Uh Rodel Damiel says kill the Manlander story. Absolutely. Uh yes, uh and our Melvin fan we're starting with Manlander so we can get it over with. Yes, yes we are. Uh it's uh you know, it, again, I don't know for <laughs> I don't know why we keep doing the storyline because it as people are saying that it, it does you know Maxi it doesn't hurt no good. There's got to be other storylines that you can do and We've all, whether it be in the chat or be Lucretia and I on the show or even James when he was on the show, said, you know, there's so many things you could do with Nathan that don't revolve around this man Landers. There's no reason to keep dragging the story out. And I I feel at this point it is merely the writers and the producers of the show saying – you know what, we're just going to keep needling the fans with the storyline, because I, I, I have to admit, if we're all feeling the same way about this Malander story, I got to have a feeling that the, the, a larger cross-section of the audience feels that same way. So, you know, G, G.H., I would like to think, has an idea like, you know, they've got to be able to kind of guess which way the wind's blown the storyline. So please, G.H. writers, for some reason, if you don't understand how this is being, being received by your viewing public... Just know, oh lordy, it's time for this storyline to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yep. And Rock Music Love Twenty Five says Frank is right. Last week when he said that they should finish the storyline off-screen. Yes, I still feel like that is still a viable way to end this. It is not too late, Rock Music Love Twenty Five. We can still do that at any time. Uh, I feel like yes. Let's just have that scene where we're talking in Kelly's and we just all we sum it all up and we move on to another storyline. So fingers crossed that that happens. I this if Crimson wants to still stay at the the, 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 the the corner the leading front of fashion magazines, as Nina said that she 's turned this thing around, then the, late, the worst thing that you could do is have a an inside the man of man landers so uh, so let 's lose this let 's move on so enough man landers talk enough i don 't think anybody's going to be uh taking that up oh and we 've got Jay saying uh, Frank, I hope you take some calls well gosh guys. I mean, if it's just me, you know, well, I guess I could just. Why not hear from some of you too as well? So yeah, why not open it up to some calls? Look at that. Uh, and uh, Kelly from PEI, of course, I wish we had more of Naxi in the sauna. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kelly. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't uh, you know, clamoring for some hot sauna scenes. The fact that <laughs> that Maxie sat in there in a nice dress. Her business casual dress or whatever to sit there in a sauna and have this have this discussion. Uh, I, I know she really wanted this job back at Crimson, but ugh, yeah, uh, I feel like that's got to be uncomfortable. To just be sitting in that sauna in a in a in a dress for any length of time, having that discussion. Not very comfortable. Uh, yeah, and please let's give Maxie her own storyline. Let's do that. Uh, <laughs> If we're going to stay uh, along the lines of Maxie Scorpio, though, uh, why don't we go over to some of her family? we got Felicia and Mac. <laughs> Again, I love me some Felicia and Mac, and they're completely underutilized in this show, and we don't get to see them enough. But the time that we do get to see them this week, it's uh, to help support the the Anna Finn storyline. But we started all off with them there in the floating rib, just in a, in a serious makeout session right there at the table. And I feel like Nobody's going to tell Mac, no, since he runs that place. So nobody's going to tell Mac that he can't make out with Felicia right there. But uh, we get to see a little bit of them uh, having a having a dinner with Finn, and uh, basically it's their opportunity, Mac and Felicia, to kind of vet Finn to uh, see if he's worthy enough for for Anna's uh, attention. So of course, uh, I don't know about this storyline. It's I'm I'm on two, two minds of the storyline. One. It's it's fine for Michael Easton. I mean, it's you know they, they have good chemistry. I mean, certainly I'd rather see Anna hanging out with John McBain than Finn. But Finn's, a, Finn's an all right character, and it's a, it's a different change. I guess I will be happy to see him do something like this as opposed to being settled in a long, drawn-out addiction storyline uh, and a disease storyline. So if I have to choose between the two, I would rather see Finn in this storyline. But then this segues into a little bit of the patient six without going too far into it, but, uh, yeah, it's yeah, again, I, I really wanted this to be Andre's storyline. And as we see we revealed with uh, Andre, as soon as I don't know how everybody else felt here in the chat as well, is that uh, when Andre on Monday's episode was found out to be the, 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 the person here in Port Charles that is, has hired them for their services or whatnot, then I felt like you just started putting a ticking clock on Andre's uh, time on the show. We are in a, in a, I feel like a countdown to goodbye for Andre. Because this, man, there was just so much potential with this character that I feel like this is all we have left now, is that uh, they did nothing with him for so long that when they decided to add a little little heat to the Patient 6, Jason Morgan, J- uh, Jake Doe storyline, it's I I'm sure much like they did with Paul Hornsby's they look around the rest of the canvas and say who do we have here who can we kind of who is flexible enough in terms of a character that we could easily slot them into being a bad guy in the storyline that would be kind of a twist surprise to the audience and I feel like you know when you look at that it's pretty much like any character that's been kind of underutilized or underdeveloped on the show and that is definitely Andre for sure so now we've got Andre, his, his role is going to be revealed. And I feel like then once that's all set up, it's just going to be, see you later, Andre. You're either going to jail or you're going to be running out of town. So uh, I don't know how quickly it's going to happen, but I feel like it's definitely sooner rather than later. And it's a shame because I feel like we never really got to see Andre in his full potential. One of those ways, and as I'm sure everybody, well, at least I felt this way, I felt like a lot of people in the chat there, that, uh, that Andre was going to be involved with Anna. And people there in the chat is uh, like Kelly from BEI saying someone else is pulling Andre Strings. Well, sure, there's somebody else involved. But still, the fact that he's, a, that he's involved in keeping Jason away from all his loved ones uh, and connecting already puts him on the wrong side of it, which means that he's got to lose, which means that he's got to be moving out of the, moving out of Port Charles, moving out of the storyline. Uh, and Charlie and Char says they'll get rid of the character, Andre, so they can pay Steve Burton. Whether I... I I think we've had people come in here and talk about like, you know, salary issues. You know, that's not really so much, but it's, uh, uh, no, it was quick, quick site engineer, Taylor Jones. Guys, who is Ned's daughter again? I'm doing a crossword. Uh, gosh, oh my gosh. That, that, her name is, her name is, her name is Brooklyn. There you go. Thanks, Charlie in charge. There you go. Brooklyn is Ned's daughter. There you go. Saving the day there. But, uh, yeah, so whatever you know, for whatever reason they decided to do with Andre, and I feel like it's more that they have this character that they that the show knows that they haven't really done much with, and so now when they needed a bad guy for this plot, or at least one bad guy, whether or not the big bad, but at least somebody that's kind of here in Port Charles doing some dirty work for whoever may be the the ultimate big bad of this. You, you look around your canvas, you see who you have, who you could easily flit into that slot, and you know there, you've got Andre just sitting there really kind of underdeveloped. So it's a shame because uh, I rather would have seen him with Anna. But uh, getting back to how that relates to the Anna and Finn story, so instead of having Anna and uh, Andre together, now they seem to be doing a kind of uh, one of those, like, little fun things with Anna and Finn where it's like, hey, we're just doing this for a cover story, and then we're going to find out, hey, maybe there's something there to this relationship that we should uh, really consider making real instead of just play acting that we're in a relationship, which I think was evidenced by the the kiss as they as they kissed right there at Floating Room. I mean, like, prompted by, like, Mac and Felicia, whether... I mean, I don't know whether it was, like, they, they didn't believe that this relationship was real, So, but, like, who like just automatically just like goad your friend into like oh well you know you're not gonna kiss her goodbye you're not gonna kiss you're not gonna kiss like who cares if they don't kiss or not it, you know it's their relationship if they want to kiss in public they can if they don't want to kiss in public they they have that right too why do you need to be goad they don't need you uh felicia and matt kind of goading them into doing this kissing yeah get out of here but regardless, they do show that kiss there. And you see uh, Finn kind of walks away, and Anna has that little, little smirk to her. So she's like, hmm, maybe this wasn't as bad as I thought. Uh, so, you know, we'll see where this storyline goes. I feel like we're going to be seeing them uh, getting involved in a relationship. So I don't know. Does anybody uh, feel like, hey, do we want to see a Finn and Anna relationship? We take this kind of just for their cover story to be able to kind of bust uh, – uh, to. To uh, yeah, to bust our uh, whatever her name is. I even I forgot her name, but uh, that she's coming into town. Do we want her? Uh, do we like that as as the cover story? Or and you're excited to see this turn into the real thing? Or would you rather not have <laughs> have them together? And I just like her mentality. Ooh, that was awful and forced and creepy. No kissed. And uh, I agree, Kelly from PEI, John J York, and Christina Wagner. They deserve a better storyline. They've deserved it for the longest time. There is so much untapped potential it's just multitudes of stories that you could do with them that you could make them a very relevant part of the canvas on an ongoing basis and for whatever reason the show is just uh, feeling that those care they don't want to really do much of those characters other than have them in a supporting role uh, in probably the, the least the, <laughs> the least thankful type of supporting roles they get uh, they just get some of the worst bits to be able to kind of patch into other storylines uh, Tommy in the chat says, Anna and Finn is not what I'm here for. And uh, Michael B, no, I do not. Andre and Anna. And uh, uh, Miss Yaki says, it's about time Anna had a romance, but I did love Anna and Andre. I would agree. I feel like almost I, everybody, I think, if you had to choose, wouldn't you rather see Anna and Andre together rather than Finn and Anna? I mean, it just, they had Anna and Andre had just like a natural chemistry right from the start. There was just something about them that you're just like, yeah. I like to see them as as a couple. And they flirted around for the longest time. They kind of danced around it. And I... It was... <laughs> the R. Melvin fans says, no, Andre and Anna for life. I agree. I mean, we had that nice little where they danced, they kissed. It just seemed like a really nice, sweet, genuine moment. And then I felt like it was... I feel like that's when you saw the writers' hands come in and say, like, you know, we're just going to give the fans a little bit about what they want, but then we're just going to ignore the obvious chemistry that these two characters and these two actors have together and just say, you know what, we did that kiss and we're just going to be friends. I feel like that was definitely the writers coming in and putting that in because, for at least for the fans watching it, we feel like, no, this is a natural combination. They really should have it. If you just let them do this, become a couple, this could be really interesting. But... They did not, so we'll, we'll see if something changes there. And, uh, oh, Charlie in charge wants to know what Ande, Anna and Andre's ship name would be. Uh, ooh, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It would just be, it would, I guess it would just be Andre. I, I feel like, uh, Andre gets out of that pretty good. Unless you, uh, you'd you have to go with their, uh, yeah, I guess maybe their last names, maybe? Yeah, uh, Maybe that might be better to get a ship name out of there. Oh uh, yeah, well Michael B adds a double, you know, uh, Andre with two ends there. So yeah, maybe I mean, yeah, Andre. Uh, we'll see what happens there. So uh, we've got that storyline going on, which ties into Valentine's storyline. He's feeling a little heat there because our our lady from Morocco, she's come to town there and wants Valentine to help play ball uh, with her her our operation. And of course, Valentine. Now that he's got Charlotte, now that he's got Nina, doesn't want to get involved in back with her again. So gives her meets her on the pier, where all great clandestine meetings must happen there in Port Charles, and gives her a little uh, middle of folder or middle envelope with a bunch of people that he's personally picked out that he think would be a great asset in helping her and her uh, keep her organization on check on track. She rejects all that because she doesn't want these these people. She doesn't even know. She wants Valentine, and to secure his services gives him a photo in return, and we open it up uh, and, and take, find out what that photo is. It's a photo of uh, somebody that she ran into, and it happens to be Claudette. So finally, the shoe is dropped on what good old uh, <laughs> Valentine is done with Claudette. Not dead, very much alive, as we all suspected, holding up a newspaper with the current date on it. So now that she knows that Claudette's alive, uh, Valentine knows that she knows that Claudette's alive, uh, you can very much see why he's going to want to do what he needs to do to be able to kind of keep all that quiet because you don't want that to be let out. But if you're going to have her holding that photograph, uh, in a photograph holding that newspaper up, you can better be sure that it's going to be a, a case of not uh, if but when we are going to find out Claudette is uh, alive and well and how that affects uh, the whole custody battle, the uh, everything that Valentine's been doing, he's going to be in for a little bit of a fall, uh, and especially that's going to uh, kind of diminish him in a, a bit in his eyes with uh, with Charlotte. I mean, once Charlotte finds out that oh wait, you know, uh, not only did you lie to me about mom being dead, but you also had something to do with her kind of being dis- having disappeared for my life for so long. I feel like uh, Valentine's in for a little bit of a fall. I will be curious to see how that's going to affect uh he and Nina. I uh, I mean it it's uh I mean I feel like you that would have to affect it in some fashion, but I also don't want to go back to Valentine trying to win back Nina again too because that first time they did it was so long and drawn out that it really got annoying. So it's I at this point I'd rather just have Nina be like angry but uh st- angry at Valentine but not going to leave him because I just don't want to be seeing them stuck in this whole, like, hey, I, I'm going to win you back and prove to you that uh, I'm not a terrible person. Uh, as Ms. Shaki says, Nina is a fool in love. Absolutely, uh, she is, but I don't know. Would you rather see Would you rather see Nina and Valentine together or would you rather see them apart? I know there are some people that kind of say, like, hey, it would be great to see... Uh, there is a small contingent, I guess, that would like to see Franco and Nina back together. I've got really no interest in that. I feel like that that was... That was fine, uh, but i I feel like they've both grown out of that that relationship and and I, I'm a fan of both of them at least I like I least like Franco and the Elizabeth storyline, even though I'm not a huge fan of that, you know it's like yeah, I'd rather I think if I had to choose between Franco and Elizabeth or Franco and Nina, I'll take Franco and Elizabeth, much like between Franco and Nina and Franco and Nina and Valentine, uh, I will take Nina and Valentine over Franco and Nina the whole time. Miss Brown says a part. She needs a good relationship. Michael B. says, together. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Odessa, Franco and Liz are the bomb. Frizz all the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with I'd rather see them together. I don't know. I mean, unless you, I don't know who else you 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 could pair Valentine with at this point. Uh, and, you know, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'm fine with them being together. And, you know, just like be mad at each other, work through your issues but never be like I got to leave you. We our, our relationship is over. Let's just kind of put that to bed because I feel like otherwise we're just going to end in the uh, the Sunny and Carly situation where they end up just blowing everything apart and then you got to watch weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of just, you know, hurtfulness between the two of them and then they just come back together again. So it's like a lot of a lot of a lot of plate spinning just to get us back to where we went through for a lot of manufactured unnecessary drama. I uh, yeah, so, you know, folks, uh, we're getting closer to uh, uh, the phones, uh, the phone lines being opened up here. So before we uh, open up the phone lines, I'm going to just share some thoughts about the patient six storyline, and then I'll open up the phone lines for you folks to be doing that. Uh, so big storyline that we're all enjoying the most here. Uh, we've got uh, the patient six. And what a uh, what a week it was. What I love is like this for as much as I was worried that this was going to be drawn out, that they've really been uh, moving the storyline along. And finally, we get to see Jason meet Sonny. Of course, it was always the big speculation as who's going to be the first person in Port Charles that he's already known that he's going to be able to meet and kind of share his thoughts with. And it turned out to be his main guy, Sonny. I mean, yeah, that's... Which makes sense. Uh, I'd actually... I'd rather take that over, over Sam, for sure. So we get to see them meet in one of the safe houses. They have that conversation. And only in soaps... Can you sit there and just have a talk where it's uh, like, hey, yeah, you know, uh, this person used to be be dead, but now they're not. And this person used to be dead, and and now they're not. And, oh, wait, you're you're not dead. So look at all these things, great things happening here in Port Charles. All, All of us are alive. So you can just have this conversation where you get to catch that character up to the current status quo of Port Charles and all its various citizens. But uh, there's a. The meantime, we've also got the the big, (laughs) the the big media relaunching there of uh, uh, Derek Derek Wells Media. So we've got uh, the Billy Miller, Jason, and Sam rebranding it, and they've uh, rebranded it Aurora. Uh, Feel free to chime in. Do you like the rebranding name of Derek Wells Media to Aurora Media? I find it very lackluster, and for as much of whatever that you know, uh, Sam. Sam's rationale for picking that name it was I was like nah, I was really underwhelmed by the uh, the new name I was like nah, whatever and <laughs> the fact that every character has to acknowledge that they're surprised that this version of Jason is has bought a media company uh, which they none of them would expect uh just to show you that, like, if everybody thinks that this is a weird move by you, Jason, maybe you should reconsider. Like, maybe this isn't the best move that you could make, Whether, whatever that might be. I'm sure there's many other businesses you could find that uh, you could work together with Sam on that are legitimate, that uh, would uh, bring you happiness and stability uh, than tackling a, a media, a multimedia empire. But regardless, they're doing the big re- rebranding. We've already got uh, two of Andre's. And uh, we've got our, our good old doctor from Russia. He's got a, co- a couple of his henchmen that have been on the trail of Jason Morgan. They are now uh, implanted there at the, uh, the the relaunch party as uh, waiters st- serving drinks there. And things go down there, and they uh, they, take, uh, they take, uh, take hostages. They draw their guns. Of course, uh, Jason and Dante, they take care of them. and But uh, Carly's able to get out a signal, uh, get out a text to Sonny that uh, there's a, an emergency there at the Metro Court. So of course, uh, Sunny and Stone Cold they go there and attack. Uh, I like that Jason heads up to the rooftop to go look in, and Sunny just so <laughs> the easiest way to get in, into the Metro Court. There's that cop says, no sir, you cannot go into go into this building whatsoever. And then turns his back when he gets a gets a phone call <laughs> just to uh, very easily allows Sunny just to walk in to, to the elevator to go upstairs. Like <laughs> that the, the lamest the lamest way possible. So, of course, we got everything going down. Sonny uh, comes in and busts, busts up the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the ring there and says, hey, you know what? I can kill you right now. If you're going to take Carly hostage, I'll shoot you right here uh, or I'll hunt you down. So don't worry. You can either you know, let her go or suffer my wrath. So that henchman drops his gun. Uh, Jason's already uh, the Billy Miller. Jason already has already kind of subdued the, uh, the bald bearded guy. So everything looks like it's going to be fine. And we got Stone Cold sitting up top of the rooftop looking down through a skylight, just, you know, like, all right, like everything's chill. But we find out, of course, that there's one more henchman in the mix, and that's somebody that's been given uh, some serum, I I assume, filled with that great horse tranquilizer that they use so often on on Stone Cold in St. Petersburg, but to get Sam uh, and find, if you grab somebody that Stone Cold's really attached to, you can use her as bait, and that was the plan there. So this person goes right into the into the media launch party, uh, puts Neil there and Sam. And of course, Stone Cold is above the skylight, sees all this going down. And that person, which I like is that this person is just taking her he's taking her right out of the Metro Court. <laughs> out of the So they're walking out like she's already like collapsed in his arms. Like nobody's paying attention to this. You just you just went through like two men holding everybody hostage in there. And it's all been covered up now, but then you've got this guy like kind of like dragging like the Sam out of there. Nobody would notice this, but regardless of how ridiculous that looked, we see uh, Stone Cold sees all this happening and says, "You know, I'm going to bust down. and I'm going to save Sam. Yeah, I, I can't wait any longer. I got to do this." And it is this was such a, a cool idea and, and concept. I was like all jazz, like all right, he's going to come crashing through the skylight like a badass. It's going to be awesome, and then. We get this really long, drawn out scene of him using the butt of his gun to kind of break all the glass on the skylight. Make sure he, and it like takes way too many cracks of the, the butt of the gun to break it all down. Cause not a lot of it breaks at the first go. It's like a little bit and a little bit more. And then he spends you know, some time just like clearing out all the edges to make sure there's no jagged glass whatsoever. And while this is happening, the guy that's dragging out Sam he pauses. And and looks up there like, if this is happening, because it's taking forever for Stone Cold to bust through this window, the guy should have just kept on moving with Sam. Everybody's distracted, looking at Jason, trying to come through the skylight. Just keep moving with Sam and get the heck out of there. But no, he just stands there and lets Jason smash everything down, smash all the glass out. Then we get a nice, cool slow-mo hop down. I was all for, for that really cool dramatic entrance by Steve Burton. And, you know, it lands down, kind of his head down, kind of a nice matrix seat sort of land. Then comes out with his gun drawn. Looks cool, looks awesome, but it was just so, it was so poorly executed. It could have been so awesome, and yet I was like, damn it, I wanted this scene to be awesome. And it is just, it it is a a shadow of what it could have been. So, of course, he gets away, and uh, Jason follows him. What I don't understand, though, is that Sonny, at no time, Like, he's watched all this happen, too. He knows what the deal is. He knows that there's these guys trying to hurt people in there. And he sees Sam being dragged out. Why doesn't Sonny do anything? He just stands there by the counter next to Carly and just lets all this go down. Instead of like, hey, I'm way closer to this guy and Sam than Jason is. Let me help out my boy Jason, who I'm so excited to have back. Let me go and help him by subduing this guy. (laughs) He doesn't. Sonny just stands there and lets everything happen. So they leave. Uh, Monica's seen this guy. Carly's seen this guy. Nobody right now is believing that this is uh, Steve Burton is really Jason back in action. They've got lots of questions. Sonny, of course, for some reason is not is not wanting to share anything with anybody. Like he'll tell Carly later, but he's not giving anything up to Monica. I don't know why he wouldn't just say like, "Hey, you know, no, Jason's back. Say what, you know, this is what happened." But he's not giving up anything. So everybody else is just letting like suspicion and doubt kind of seep into them. But anyway, our, uh, a guy makes it down to the pier with uh, to give it to the, our St. Petersburg doctor. Jason immediately shows up, and uh, the, the one henchman like, says, Hey, man, I'm just out of here. I don't want any part of this. And he just walks by and then thinks he's going to get the drop on Stone Cold. And, of course, Stone Cold shoots him. He's about to drop the St. Petersburg doctor. And he's like, Hey, if you, you'll, if you shoot me, you could hit her. He's like, No, I won't. Don't worry. I'll hit you. And we see that he's going to throw Sam in the water so he can make an escape. So... Uh, I'm going to open it up to the phone lines right now, uh, we'll, and we'll hear your thoughts about that. I just needed to get that up. That was my favorite part of the week this week was the, the whole Stone Cold stuff, culminating in his entrance. But that was just – I, I want to know what you, what you folks thought. If you thought it was a cool entrance uh, or it was – it could have been – it was a cool, like, cool cool, entrance in theory, but the execution of it left a lot to be desired. So, anyway, uh, feel free to chime in with the phone call right here. And if you want to join in on the phone calls, the number is 424-253-0749. Taylor Jones says, I am so sick of Sam. Thank you. You know, uh, Taylor Jones, you know, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Uh, little Sam goes a long way with me. Oh, and we've look, look at this. Steve, we've got a caller on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the GH Report. What's your name? Where are you from?
3: Hi. Um, my name's Brittany. Brittany. How,
0: From,
3: how are you? Uh,
0: I'm Nice. All right. What's a good word? What did you like about GH this week? Um, the hot Jason thing. I
3: thought it
0: was good. <laughs> it was good. It wasn't great. It was just good, Brittany.
3: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. No, um, my thing was with um, I just don't know what they're gonna do with them. My that's my thing. <laughs> what,
0: what they're gonna do with, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I guess it's gonna be a big thing of like, how did uh, how did Jake Doe, the Billy Miller version of Jason, get all of Stone Cold's memories? So how did that happen? I think that's gonna be the big mystery to uncover. I guess. Yeah which uh, I feel like it has a lot to do with that missing chunk of time. Because I guess uh, for Steve Burton, it seems like, for his version of Jason, it, it only seems like mere days or weeks since he went into the, uh, after he got shot and went into yeah. the, the river. So something went on during that big, yeah. huge gap of missing time.
3: about five years?
0: Yeah. So who do you think, if you had to pick yeah. somebody to be the big bad behind all of this, who would your pick be?
3: Um I feel Sunny somewhat because of how he's so close to the Jason that Sam is with now.
0: Hmm. See. He
3: somewhat knows. I think he that's why he didn't do anything. Because he kinda knows a
0: little more, I think. You think Sonny's in on it? <laughs> interesting. All right. Uh I would not have I would have not gone with that. That could be an interesting twist on that if uh Sonny was really in on it. But uh, I was thinking more like – because I feel like it can't be – I mean, Helena might be a part of it, but since she's dead, she can't really be pulling the strings now. So I'm going to go with my pick that I had before. I was, I'm going to still say Jerry Jax is in the mix. Oh,
3: yeah. I didn't think of
0: that. Yeah. So uh, – but are you excited to have Steve Burton back on the show, though?
3: Oh, yeah. I think I think but I think he – the actor really um, was like – like General Hospital was at home, so I felt like it. It was really good to see it back in action because him being off of that show and going to Second Harvest, I think it's really good, really good for him to be
0: back. It, really it's, enjoying those, yeah. You know, I mean, and for as you know, wh- whatever your feelings are on Billy Miller, and so, you know, I think for me at least personally, I enjoy him more as Jake Doe than I have as Jason Quartermain or Jason Morgan. But there's just but he's done fine with what he's had, but there's something about seeing Steve Burton back that just makes you feel like, wow, yes, this is the the Jason Morgan that we know, we knew and loved.
3: Yeah, and I don't feel like it does have to do anything with Billy Miller. I think it's just the character, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, uh, but I mean, we'll be excited to see like what he is. I wonder if he will t- reclaim the name of Drew uh, when all is revealed that he is uh, basically Jason's twin. I don't know if he'll do that or he'll still keep, like, Jake Doe if he goes back to that. I'll be curious to see what he does.
3: Uh, yeah. All right. but me
0: too. I'm <laughs> All right, Brittany. Thanks for calling in, and we uh, really appreciate you watching. I will hopefully, we'll talk to you next week.
3: Okay, thank you. Right, bye, Brittany. Have a
0: good one. All right. Look at this. The phone lines are buzzing. What's your name? Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, Mike from LA. Ah, Mike from LA. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. All right. So, what are your thoughts on on General Hospital this week? Okay,
2: I think Andre is a double agent for the WSB. That he's undercover. I think he's investigating the cathedines for. I think Helena probably probably in the in the drug the drug trade, and she and Cassandra was in on it. Is in, in it on, on the new drug trade.
0: Interesting. Uh, All I mean, right. I would like, I would Got love, it. I would love it for Andre to be a double agent because I would hate for see. I'd love, I, I don't want him to go off the show, but I don't know what else he's gonna do though.
2: Yeah, but I think he signed, he signed a four year thing, so like, it would, it would make sense. Anna finds out that he was in on it. They have a, a, a She can't, he can't tell her that, that he's undercover,
0: hmm.
2: and it, it, but they, they come at the situation from different, from different angles. Going to the same uh, uh, thing, Dale, yeah. and then naturally Dale figure everything out, get back together, and become boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, but no, that would uh, I would I would be all happy for that. So anything that's going to give uh, a- a- Anthony Montgomery uh, some more to do on the show would be welcome, and as just as long as it doesn't require him wearing a fedora. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true, true. That's true. <laughs> now, Jason. Jason coming back through the window, it was, I, uh, it could have been a lot better.
0: Couldn't it have been? I know.
2: It could have been a lot better. Everybody, now he jumped, he pointed the gun. Nobody recognized him.
0: <laughs> I know. We get those cutaway shots to, like, Monica and uh, Carly. They're like, huh? But that's it. I could, I could see if he,
2: if he landed, then the guy took off with Sam, and he took off after him and nobody could see his face. But he stood there for, like, what? a minute yeah just kind of pointing the gun that was it yeah and nobody didn't go Jason, you know or something like uh, nothing (laughs) that that was that was all but but the rest of the week was was pretty cool
0: yeah it's just like didn't i mean didn't you feel like i did like jason was taking so long breaking that skylight and the guy holding sam was just standing there watching it like just keep moving dude. keep moving there's no reason to stay there and gawk at this thing
2: yeah, okay. And I'm glad the Michael and Neil thing is over.
0: Oh, the man,
2: saying, I wish they killed that, but I didn't know they they, they was casting the, the brother and and stuff. So I guess you had to keep that. But I'm thinking, my I have a theory that maybe Valentine and Nicholas are working together.
0: I would be down. I feel like there. I mean, it does seem like there's something not being said about that storyline, and I feel it's all going to come down to. When and if uh, they decide to either recast Nicholas or they bring back Tyler Christopher by some means, he decides he wants to come back to the show. Then it felt like you're going to find out what the real story is, and I feel like there's a lot of room for the writers to kind of put something, something in there that could be really interesting.
2: Yeah, because he didn't kill Homegirl. He's he, you no, know, she's you no. Know, he had every chance to do it, so he, but he didn't do it.
0: No, that's true. I mean,
2: so, you know, then we find out that he was he was behind the. The the in Europe, I guess, because somehow it's like I think Nicholas found out that the cash down money was gone, but Helena keeps popping up to spending money like like with water. So I'm thinking they found out that Helena was in the drug, is in that drug, and kind of keep messing this new drug that's on the PC campus, whatever. Yeah, and it's, and it's spreading because I think Jordan Jordan mentioned that when she was trying to help that uh. That, that uh, illegal person from the FBI, and she mentioned it. I think, I think some other people mentioned it. So it, I think it's going to be like a new big drug or a new drug cartel coming in.
0: That, uh, which but means it's, it's somewhere some some, behind
2: it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who, who's behind it.
0: Well, then, I think you're. From I <laughs> I want to see
2: Helena, but she's dead.
0: <laughs> that's true. I feel like you're, you're setting it up as somebody like trying to take over Sonny's turf, so it's going to be him and, and Steve Burton kind of fighting back, going back into the old, like, hey, we're fighting back this rival gang that's trying to make their way into Port Charles.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, Michael, thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, they, uh, I know Charlie in the chat was saying uh, that they should have hired the Arrow or Flash uh CW superhero shows uh, stump people to be able to do that. Uh, Steve Burton crash into the skylight scene, and I would agree.
2: Well, it's it's so. I still see this to the Mexico kind of high. That was a okay. No mind, no mind. I, I don't want to go into detail. All
0: right, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Michael. I have a good one. All right. All right. All right bye. Yeah, that was definitely an example of where I feel like they had one take to do this, and they couldn't. They didn't have any more glass, so it's like only let him break it once, and then we'll have to use what we get. Another call on the line. What's your name? Where are you from? Welcome to the GH Report.
1: Hi, Frank. It's Kelly from PEI.
0: Kelly from PEI. Welcome. You're so excited about I- Nathan being in that sauna.
1: <laughs> we just want a little bit more of them, okay?
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but didn't you find it ridiculous, though, when Maxie was in there with her, in her dress talking to Nina? Ugh. Like that seems like so uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, and then they went to commercial or ended the show, and that that could have disappeared in a flash. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, all right. So. Anyway. What What are you thinking about okay. the uh, the storylines this week?
1: Loved every every bit of it huh.
0: from and start that, to finish. Uh, even seeing Mac and Felicia just making out because I mean I saw you in the chat. You're saying they deserve better material.
1: Yeah, they could use better material. I'm sitting here laughing at the whole damn thing.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh,
1: it's that just, that whole that all that in the bar, that's just totally laughable.
0: Oh, I I just like they they they're capable of doing so much. I wish the writers would actually give them real stuff to do. Get back to the we should of being mayor. I I don't know why. Like, why not do that storyline now? That gives her more to do. There's, I would they, I,
1: dropped,
0: they dropped that. Like a hot potato. It's like, well, I feel like GH has this, this history of like giving, like teasing the audience with like cool story potential for a lot of characters, and then just dropping it and moving on to something else. So it's yeah, we've
1: been trying to figure out Nathan's father for what, three years.
0: <laughs> but don't worry, we have more man landers coming because I know you wanted more of Kelly.
1: Well, we now have check coming.
0: You know, which is no surprise because he's been name-checked so many times that you have to see this guy, but I well,
1: don't it's about time we actually saw the brother. Well... Make it a little more meat into it. Yeah, it's a boring storyline, but but the hate. Yeah, but like... Throw the brother in there for a little bit.
0: I guess, but even if the brother there, I mean, like, I feel like you could do other stuff with that brother. I don't care about... Do something else with the brother. Don't have it, like, make it a continuation on the Manlander storyline. Please. Please,
1: I so they better end it by Christmas. Uh, give us well, all the
0: Christmas present. Thank that'd be, you. Uh, that'd be, uh, uh, well, I would I would hope it would be even like Thanksgiving. Just let's give us all something to be thankful for and wrap the storyline up. Uh, well,
1: considering uh, Canadian Thanksgiving is all done, yeah, U.S. Thanksgiving, I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, all
0: right, How, what are you thinking about the the Nell and Michael storyline?
1: Please let this be the end of those two, but I doubt it.
0: No, I mean, of course, it's it's either going to be Nell kind of uh, going a uh, failed attraction on Michael, or uh, yeah, or yeah, you know, just conniving uh, something nope. to get a woman drawn back in.
1: Gonna worm her way back into his life. So many times, it's gonna make her head spin.
0: Maybe a uh, false pregnancy. We haven't had one of those in a while. Oh uh,
1: uh, no. no, no, we're done. With <laughs> We are
0: so those. All no. right. <clears throat> if
1: so, anybody's going to have a false
0: pregnancy, it's going to be Lucretia. <laughs> that's true. There you go. All right, Kelly. Before I let you go, I'll let you give your uh, prediction. Who do you think is the the big bad behind the whole uh, Steve Burton's Jason being off the canvas for a while? Uh, mm, on. He
1: hasn't been around
0: a while. That's true. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Not a bad
1: choice. Or- or Helena. Nobody's dead in Port Charles for long.
0: No, that's true. All right, okay. I mean, I mean, I'm welcome to see <laughs> Helena back anytime.
1: Nobody stays in, in in the ground of Port Charles for long.
0: No, that, except for Duke Lavery, sadly. Ah, uh,
1: Duke. No, he'll be resurrected. That, those are not his ashes. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I wish. I hope that is correct. I would love for that to be oh, the case. Oh,
1: why? I love him to death. But right now, he is on Bold and Beautiful.
0: That's true. Ugh. Soon enough, soon enough. I, everything's cyclical, you're right. We'll get him back on Port Charles soon enough. Fingers, fingers oh, crossed.
1: yeah, be better. <laughs> I love that guy's accent.
0: <laughs> all right, Kelly, we are going to wrap up. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, writers, yeah, just let's just have a bunch of sauna scenes next Thanks for Kelly, please. Just do that for <laughs> her.
1: And uh, thanks for changing the color.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for calling, Kelly. Have a good week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how the time has flown! Look at this, everybody. Uh, oh, Miss Yaki, Duke needs to stay dead. Oh, come on! Where's your Where's your heart? Don't you want to see them tangoing again? Please. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us, or not joining us, but I, well, yeah, it's me and Steve. Yeah, so joining us I, for this episode of uh, the G.H. Report, and of course, folks, you can always like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, give it a thumbs up while you're there. And, everybody, thanks for hopping in the chat. Sarah C., thank you so much for the kind words. Charlie uh, Charlie in charge? No Duke? Oh, man. Fine. Look at this. I didn't realize everybody was uh, just turning on Duke here. That's all right. All right, guys. I, I, I may not agree with you on the Duke thing, but I, I still respect your opinion. And i love for you taking the time to hop in the chat and sharing your thoughts about General Hospital. I'll be back here with Lucretia next week to break down... Another exciting week in General Hospital. We're going to see what happens here. with uh, Do Steve Burton and Billy Miller meet face-to-face finally? Uh, I would say the uh, odds are a, a solid yes on that happening. Uh, folks, uh, until then, though, if you want to stay in touch with me and chat about anything in Port Charles, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can reach me on Twitter or Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, thanks a lot for joining in. We'll see you back here next Sunday night for another episode of the GH Report right here on After Buzz TV.